Miracy. He figured out that there's actually a much deeper need for this reflective process that helps them get to where they want to go in their careers, which may or may not be just an incremental change or a tweak to what they're doing now. It might be a complete shift to what they're doing now. Hello, and welcome to Course Lab, the show that teaches course creators like you how to make better online courses. I'm Danny Eaney, the founder and CEO of Miracy, and I'm here with my co-host, Abe Crystal, the co-founder of Rizuku. Hi, Danny. In each episode of Course Lab, we showcase a course and course creator who is doing something interesting with their course, either in terms of the business model or the architecture. Today, we welcome guest Jeff Perry to the show. Jeff is a career and leadership coach whose primary focus is supporting engineers. Jeff, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. So let's start at just 30,000 feet. Tell us about who you are and what you do and how you came to online courses in the first place. Yeah, very good. So put very succinctly, I help purpose-driven engineers and technical professionals make intentional career transitions that are in line with their purpose and passions, while also helping them to grow and develop in their professional and personal lives. So that's kind of what I do now. But long story short, I have an engineering background with multiple different types of engineering from manufacturing and mechanical and, and software and interacting with civil engineers and things too, and leadership opportunities. But a few years ago, I got into mindset and personal development and culture work and it sort of just lit me up as far as the impact that I could have on an individual or a group of people in their personal lives, not just building a technology. And so I like to say that I went from developing products to developing people in what I do now. Cool. And how did you go from that coaching to online courses? Yeah, so it was a big piece. So I started doing some coaching more like really custom with some people when I first started out, but recognized that I wanted to be able to bring in multiple people or have some pieces that maybe could leverage my time or very common issues that multiple people were dealing with. And so um, in the fall of 2020, I piloted my first career coaching group, had a small group that I worked through, and then I turned that into an online course plus some other things I'm doing now. Cool. So tell us about the course. You know, if I'm your target customer who is, I guess, a mid-level engineer and I take the course, you know, what am I paying? What am I experiencing? What am I getting? Tell us all about that. Yeah, so there's a lot of different pieces. So the course itself, I call it the Engineering Career Accelerator. And so it should be a big picture view of how do I move through this intentional process to accelerate my career and do something that I'm really excited about. For people who are often feeling stuck, underpaid, undervalued, or feeling like those forces that are kind of external, either in their current company or the market forces, are just kind of keeping them down right now. So we go through kind of a three main phases, what I call from a foundational level, from okay, what are the mindsets, the beliefs that we need to have about ourselves and how we approach other people? So we address those mindsets. We take some assessments and things like that in there. Then and the next, then we move through getting clarity because I find that with engineers in particular, I'm sure this is true of many other types of people, but I work with engineers, right? There are so many different career paths that they could take. Those possibilities are many and often seem endless. And so they're trying to figure out, okay, where do I actually go? Because I could take these skills, apply them in so many ways, and they're trying to figure that out. So we help them move through specific activities and ideas to help them get clarity on what's most important to them. Then we move through to strategy, the kind of next phase. Okay, what do I need to take 
from what I've learned there, that foundation to how do I make this happen? How do I actually get those opportunities in terms of how do I network? And maybe I need to do some things on resume using LinkedIn as a key professional development and networking platform is what we focus on with a lot of people and get those interview opportunities. That's the final execution to how do I interview appropriately to put my best foot forward and then negotiate the job offer so it's the best it can possibly be. So we try and go through the whole process from beginning to end inside of the course. Very cool. And talk to us about the balance of to what extent is this a self-study, go through it on your own, watch the videos, et cetera, kind of experience? And to what extent is there coaching, support, collaboration with a facilitator, et cetera? Virtually everyone, at least right now, gets at least some level of support in person as well, or virtually, I guess, but but live. So a couple different pieces to that from we have a weekly group coaching call where those who are actively uh, engaged with the group coaching uh, subscription is kind of an additional piece there um, that, that most people get, then they get to attend that. And so that allows the whole group of people who are moving through the shared experience to share what's working, what's not working, you know, share those wins. And then if someone asks a question, I'm certainly there to help facilitate that. But what I love to see is that they get these perspectives from everyone else inside of that group to share their own perspectives and their experiences that can relate with each other. And that's really, really powerful, I found. And then certainly many people want that really one-on-one support as well. So I have plenty of opportunities. And I'd say the majority of people right now do get some level of one-on-one support from me so we can go through deep into their particular problem and really personalize moving through some of their challenges so that allows them to go through some of the activities, try some things out in the course, and then come back into a one-on-one session and say, let's really unpack this and go deeper and make sure that if you're feeling stuck or unsure, then we can help you with your particular situation. Awesome. And are you comfortable sharing the economics of what the course costs, what the support options cost? Yeah, absolutely. So right now, the course plus one month of group coaching starts at five ninety seven with a one ninety seven per month to continue with the group coaching subscription. So it allows them to to do that for kind of an affordable price. For those who want one on one time, I just raised prices because I was getting a lot of demand for this. So right now, my most popular option allows them to get the course plus two months of group coaching to start. And then four one-on-one sessions with me, and that's nineteen ninety-seven. Also, have one that kind of doubles the amount of one-on-one support and increases group coaching. That, that's even more expensive. But that that one is my most popular one, nineteen ninety-seven. Awesome. I have uh, some other questions, but Abe, do you want to jump in? Yeah, I mean, Jeff, I was curious. Has it been challenging at all to do this type of very introspective and reflective type program with? engineers who are traditionally trained in a much more pragmatic way, right? Like they're problem solvers. They're focused on getting things done. They're not necessarily in their traditional training or in their careers focusing a lot on reflection or what you might describe as kind of soft or emotional skills in some ways. So just curious how you've approached that with your clients. Yeah, so it's absolutely difficult with some of these people because it's a place that they don't often allow themselves to go or are open about. But I find that some of those stereotypes that we have around engineers actually help promote and make that worse. And so part of the work I'm trying to do is actually help to break those down 
Sometimes it feels like it's one person at a time. And sometimes that's what we have to do. And that's totally okay. If we can break down those stereotypes and say, you know, I don't have to necessarily own that myself. If that's not how I want to be, if I want to allow myself to certainly build on those skills of being analytical and problem solving and everything that a great engineer is, but also recognize that I'm a human with feelings and goals and dreams. That actually goes to the name of my whole company. I call more than engineering this idea that we are more than just an engineer and the labels that sometimes come along with that. And so, yes, it's hard for some people, but I find that once they kind of get started and they can start to doubt some of those things that maybe they've held on to for a while and open up their minds to new ideas and opportunities, and it starts to transform then the what they continue to do after the fact. What teaching or coaching techniques have you found most effective in helping people make that shift from perhaps avoiding these topics to becoming more reflective? Or what advice would you give to other teachers and and coaches who are kind of struggling with the, the same thing? Yeah. So like most things, if there's an issue we want to work on, we got to start with the idea of awareness, right? And so from a mindset belief standpoint, I utilize an assessment that comes from a friend of mine, Ryan Gottfriedson, who's a researcher in this area of mindset. And he's actually created an assessment on four different mindset continuums. One that most people are probably familiar with is the growth versus the fixed mindset. But there's three others that also kind of provides an idea and awareness of, okay, where am I at in these things? And some of those mindsets interrelate, but it also allows us to see, hey, there's some distinct areas, maybe some that I might be strong and some that I have large opportunities to improve and change. And then that allows just that openness to say, okay, there's an opportunity here for me to work on something, which then gets me curious around, okay, what is that that's driving my negative mindset here that I can take some steps on? So it's, you know, that little bit of awareness and assessment that helps open up the mind to an opportunity to change and grow in a new way. Nice. Jeff, I have a question about the way you've structured access to support. So it's really interesting that you've made it kind of like everyone gets that first month, but beyond that, they kind of choose how much support they want and need. I'm also curious about how that lines up incentives, because from one perspective, it's like, you know, get as much support as you need. Don't get more than you need. That's all good. On the other hand, when you have a monthly recurring subscription, often the business has an incentive of, well, I want people to keep on, you know, sticking around and paying every month. But you know, if I'm an engineer looking for career transformation, presumably this process ends when, okay, I've got a new and better job. So first of all, am I understanding the situation correctly? And if I am, how have you managed that dynamic to make it work for you and for your students? Yeah, so that's a great question, which is part of why I try and suggest that people identify from the very beginning what level of support is going to be best for them. And the more they, we can kind of right-size that, that allows us to use that approach and the time that we recognize that we have from the very beginning to the best of our ability. Because if someone says, hey, I'm just going to start with group and maybe then I'll do some one-on-one coaching, then that the approach that we take at the beginning is completely different. We might not start off quite as effectively you know, because I don't have that one-on-one time from the very beginning to really help them be as successful at it later, it's going to happen. It's just going to be delayed. 
right? And so, yes, there is perhaps an incentive, but I want to win when they win, right? Like I want them to get the result they're looking for. Now, to solve that other thing from a business perspective, that's some of the things kind of like where I'm going from here is looking at, okay, what's next on this journey of the people that I work with? And I have had many people who say, okay, I've gotten the career transition. I've really gained a lot from working together. I want to continue working with you. And that's been a little bit more custom, but I want to really understand those needs a little bit more on the leadership and personal development side so I can have a path for them to continue working with me beyond just, I got this first outcome of the transition, a new job opportunity that I'm excited about and say, okay, but where do I continue to go from here and get that support? And so that's some of the business stuff that I'm working on now so I can still have a path for them and to continue to help them along their journey. Very cool. What have you found most effective in terms of understanding what that next step should be for your participants? I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Like we often recommend that you should have a sequence or path of offerings where people can go through your initial course or your initial coaching program and then progress into an experience that addresses the next step they want to get to. But a lot of course creators don't have that. So, you know, curious, what have you been working on or what techniques have you found effective to figure out what your customers you know, need next from you? Yeah. So to be transparent, I haven't figured all that out yet. And that's what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. But some of the things I'm trying to do is, hey, I have these group coaching opportunities and I can say, hey, beyond just this transition, I did this just a few days ago in the group coaching session. What are those other topics that maybe aren't in the course right now or that we haven't discovered or worked on that you feel like would also be helpful for you to continue forward with success. And so getting some feedback there live with people and they can kind of say, yeah, I agree with that or not. So I get a little bit of feedback there. Recognizing those people who have kind of self-selected and say, hey, Jeff, I want to continue working with you. How can we do that? Because these are my goals that I want to keep working on. Then that's easy. I can, you know, they're telling me of their own accord that these are the things I want to work on. And so if that becomes a recurring theme, then I can create that new approach or package to help them move forward to that. And that may take its form in a new course, that may take its form in a number of things that perhaps could be used in, you know, with these same individuals or could be used with personal development and leadership development in a corporate setting as well, could be applied to many different settings perhaps. But those are all things that I'm trying to discover and say, what are those patterns? And it's proven to be a difficult process because very rarely do people use the exact same words and language to describe, even if it's a very similar challenge that they're expressing. And so it proves to be difficult to put that all together. And so that's the process I'm, I'm working through right now. That's great. Thank you. That's great. I don't have any other questions. Abe, do you? No, that, that was all for me. Do you want to do the readout? Jeff Perry is a career coach who supports purpose-driven engineers on their way to finding their ideal career. His mastermind, as well as all of his coaching services, can be found on his site, morethan-engineering.com. That's morethan-engineering.com. Thanks again for coming on, Jeff. Thanks so much. Now stick around for my favorite part of the show, where Abe and I will pull out the very best takeaways for you to apply to your course. All right, 
debrief time, Danny. So what was jumping out for you here? A bunch of stuff. I took a lot of notes, but I guess the first thing just to emphasize is that like many successful courses, Jeff's course came from, you know, an ongoing work with clients that was illustrating a demand for something more leveraged. So he was doing this career coaching group and he was like, oh, I could formalize this. And that process of listening to what it is that people want is is ongoing, right? He's going through it right now in terms of, okay, so this is working great. What do they want next? The other thing that jumped out to me that I thought was really cool was the fact that, I mean, if you think about the context, Jeff is teaching a lot of somewhat touchy-feely content to very kind of concrete thinking engineers. And so it's really interesting the tools that he's employed to support that educational experience. So the use of assessments, for example, to make the ephemeral more concrete and to create a vocabulary around it. And, you know, the language of test and assess around mental patterns and perspectives, you know, is a very engineering-y perspective for adopting new ideas. Yeah, I mean, you have to go where your clients are, right? You can't force them into a mold that, that's, that's not going to be a fit for them. It was interesting, too, that he figured this out in the first place, right? I mean, I, I think it would have been a temptation to say engineers are nuts and bolts people, and so they just need a nuts and bolts career development course that's about, I don't know what that would include exactly, but you know, improving your resume and how to get promoted and you know how to negotiate a higher salary, right? Like those would be more sort of comfortable, perhaps nuts and bolts topics for engineers looking to improve their careers in some ways. You know, whereas instead he figured out that there's actually a much deeper need for this reflective process that helps them get to where they want to go in their careers, which may or may not be just an incremental change or a tweak to what they're doing now. It might be a complete shift to what they're doing now. I also like the way Jeff gives his students the option of kind of selecting the level of support that they want. And, you know, he's got this ongoing support option that is really valuable and important for the people who need it. But because of that potential, you know, misalignment of incentives, he kind of addresses that upfront by inviting people to kind of pre-frame and pre-select what is the level of support you think you need. So they're not just kind of getting carried along with the current, as it were. And then, of course, creating a space for if you want to continue working with me, you know, for sure, we can explore that in whatever way makes sense. Right. And also fundamentally designing the program and the learning experience around coaching and interaction, right? It seems like he figured out fairly early on that this is not a transformation he could provide to his participants solely through content alone or through content and exercises and activities. Like they need the level of coaching and support he provides to make meaningful progress. Awesome. I don't have anything else. You want to read us out? Thank you for listening to Course Lab. I'm Abe Crystal, co-founder and CEO of RZQ, here with Danny Eaney, founder and CEO of Miracy. Course Lab is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes Just Between Coaches and Making It. This episode of Course Lab was produced by Cynthia Lamb. Jeff Govertson assembled the episode. Danny Eaney is our executive producer. Thanks again to Jeff Perry for sharing his engineering career accelerator with us today. You can head on over to morethan-engineering.com to learn more about him and all he's got to offer. Again, that's morethan-engineering.com. To make sure you don't miss the really great episodes coming up on Course Lab, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.
Okay. Wow. That's a long one. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Jeff Perry is a career coach who supports purpose-driven entrepreneurs on their way to finding their ideal career. His mastermind, as well as wait, all this coaching. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's engineers, not entrepreneurs. Engineers, not entrepreneurs. <laughs> I think it's just like, you know, muscle memory for us. Sorry. <laughs> if it's a long word, it starts yeah. with an E. I know. <laughs> if we have to do it three times, then Jeff has to buy me a coffee. The other Jeff, not, not Jeff the guest, Jeff the podcast creator. All right, are you ready? Wait, what's my cue? It's a behind the scenes kind of thing. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Just Between Coaches, the podcast that tackles difficult coaching conversations head on. I'm Melinda Cohen, and your host for this show. I also know that I'm listening when, again, my mind is relaxed. So I can almost sense that I'm listening on multiple levels. That's a great frame. That's a, that's a really great way to think about it. Um, I think so, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because I think that something that is very dangerous is for people to think that being a great coach comes from having the credentials. One has nothing to do with the other. So again, part of it is just, you know, either through questions or asking what they've tried, or sometimes it's, you know, the forest for the trees thing. My favorite part of having the hard conversation is... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, so while I love what's on the other side, I think navigating through that conversation is my favorite part. Yeah, because we're not there necessarily as coaches to provide solutions. We're there to guide our people towards solutions. And I don't know if it's, you know, societal pressure or peer pressure, but we don't want to look like we don't know what we're doing. I want to help and support coaches so that they can evolve into their greatness. My desire for the show is if I could scoop up all of the coaches and bring them into my living room and bring up the topics that leave crinkles in our forehead so that we can fully understand what it means to show up in our greatness, fully confident so that we can build better businesses, so that we can be better coaches, so that we can make a lasting impact on this world collectively. And we want to rise to that level. That being said, you do want to set yourself up and your clients up for success by making sure that there is clarity around their expectations and your expectations as to how you can help them. People have to know a little bit about what you offer. Otherwise, how do they know that they need what you can help them with in terms of that transformation? And I love having the conversations and navigating the topics that keep us at the forefront in a time with what I call the results revolution. Yeah, well, first of all, I just want to start by saying that this is a really good problem to have, right? So if you have someone who's resisting your price, it means they're really interested in working with you. The thing is, sometimes it becomes negative. It becomes toxic. I've been in the coaching industry for almost 20 years now. And over these years, I have seen everything behind the scenes in our industry, everything that works, everything that doesn't work. I've seen the evolution of our industry and of what it means to be a coach. I just want to say to all the coaches out there, you know, matching who you are to the kind of coach that you want to be is just a practice. Do you want to add some parting words? 
No, I think you did great. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. This is Melinda Cohen, and you've been listening to Just Between Coaches. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, this is absolutely the tone, the feel, the everything. Okay, so I'm going to stop the recording now. Why are you stopping the recording? <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a wrap. That is going to be an amazing session.